0: Hey everybody! This is OMW Mario John. We here with another episode of of On My Way, and today I got my good friend Foster Liggins. Um, he's the CEO of Rogue Inspiration. I actually worked with him on his brand for for almost for about a year and a half. He's he's my my real good friend. We real close, and so he's, he's doing a lot of good stuff. He comes from you know a pretty a pretty rough background. He grew up in like two households. His parents were split up. I know he had a lot of weight issues growing up as well didn't like school things like that but now he's the CEO of his organization and um he, he, he changed his life man he, he you know he looked like a bodybuilder now he went from being like insecure about his body to you know I, I, I call him remember Foster Liggins David Goggins Foster Goggins you know what I'm saying he real deal you know what I'm talking when it comes to like Hard work, willpower, and things like that. So I'm really excited to, to have him on and uh, pick his brain for you guys. So i um, just say what's up, real quick, uh, Foss.
1: How's it going, everybody? Uh, Mario, I appreciate you having me on the show and everything. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's it was a it's a pleasure just even getting to sit down and talk to you. You know, because uh, we're definitely in different places, but it's good it's good to talk to you.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. So we was, um, we was working together in Oakland just, uh, just about a couple months ago, a month or two, I had moved down here, back down to LA. He went back up to, to Washington. He's from the Pacific Northwest. And so, yeah, it was good. I haven't seen him since then. So it was good to, to collaborate like this. And I'm always drinking these type of things, man. It look like soda, but it's not y'all sparkling water. So don't judge me. Even no. if you did, I don't care. I'm just letting y'all know. Um, Maybe. But real quick, I got some questions about you, uh, for you. Uh I want to ask like tell me about your your childhood and specifically like growing up in two different households and like the struggle that you had with your weight and also like not liking school. I want I want to hear about those things.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um so really growing up in two households, I I didn't really know any t- know any different from growing up in two households because uh my mom and dad were split up before I was born so mm. you know I, I really kind of think of it so when the only time I really was reminded of that was when I went to school and kids would say uh hey my parents are together and my parents are together and then they out and then they would say what about your parents like what are you guys what are you guys gonna do what are you gonna do with your mom and dad and I'm like well my mom and dad are divorced and they're like oh that's so. That's bad. That's like. But I would always think of it. I was like, that it's really not a big deal, you know. Yeah. What I mean because my dad, I would get to see my dad, you know, every other weekend, and I would get to. And my mom was a, a great role model, and my dad was a great is a great role model, and they gave me, I think, everything I needed plus plus more. So
0: yeah, so it was never like a really big deal for you because. You was you was used to growing up like that, and like you said, you had good role models around you, so it was like you were, you were sort of happy. It, it was cool for you, but the only time yeah. you really noticed that difference was yeah, when you went to school and everybody was kicking it with their parents, and 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 you didn't have like that two person household. And I could just say I had the same experience because growing up, like I never met my mother. My dad, he's been in prison since I was seven years old, so my my grandma was the one, you know who would come to my, my parent meetings and everyone would have their parents. And it was like my grandma coming in low key. I'll tell you, like I was embarrassed just because everyone had their parents and, you know, I didn't have my grandma and it's like, man, she old. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't have been, but at that age, like I, like I was. So I, I I definitely feel like that uh, when people were mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got mine, I got my parents, what you going to do? And it's like, I just got my grandma, you know what right. I'm saying? Which was a blessing, but I, I know that feeling because you know, Everyone else, they got their parents and you want that too, but you don't. But you were like you, you was cool. You you was yeah. cool. It was good because yeah. you got to see a pop all the time.
1: Yeah, I, I got to, I mean, my, my dad, my dad is is great. Um, his wife, we had some struggle. We had definitely our struggles growing up. Yeah. Uh, uh especially when I moved there, my uh uh my sophomore year year of high school. But what I would say is between my dad and my mom, they never let me see any of the, the BS that was going, going on. I don't know, behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, They would never, they never put me in, in, in the middle of anything like that. So, um, I was, I was blessed. I was blessed because of that. Um, I was blessed because I didn't have to grow up in a, in a, in a, in a, in a house in two households that I I saw constant fighting and constant, um, tearing down of you know whether it was my dad tearing down my mom or my mom tearing down my dad
0: cool uh,
1: yeah they, so uh, they
0: yeah so they kind of like try to keep it healthy for you like you, you like you said it could have been some stuff going on on the back side of mm-hmm. things but they kept that thing all that stuff away thank from you. you and that's i would say that's some good parenting man they want to keep you out of out of the, the mess of things so kudos yeah. to them for sure thank, bro
1: thank you you're uh, welcome so, yeah. I mean, did it, did it affect you like growing up?
0: Like did was it hard did it affect uh, you
1: think? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I, I just I think it um what it really affected me uh in the negative in, in the negative way was I I didn't really know my identity as a as a kid. Like I didn't know like I had my stepmom who's had who's tied and um, Native American Clinkit, Clinkit, uh, um, there are a tribe in Alaska. Yeah. And, um, and then I, I, so she would introduce me to things and everything, which I'm really blessed about because she would introduce me to different cultures, and that's why I'm willing to accept. I feel like different cultures in that too. For sure. But I just didn't, I didn't know how to. I growing up as a kid, like especially growing up in a place like Washington. Um, I just didn't really understand like what it meant to be like how to identify as myself. Like how, what, 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 it what am I, what do I identify as and who, who is like, who is foster? Like, I felt like it was just like foster go do this. And it's just like, I I never understood what that even meant. I never even asked like, why am I doing this and everything. Right.
0: And one thing that just jumps out to my mind is, yeah, told me, growing up, everyone said you should be a teacher, right? And then you actually went ahead and started like training for that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that goes to show, like, yeah, you really was kind of lost, and you were just listening to what other people were saying.
1: Mm-hmm. And a
0: real, real big part of your brand is, real inspiration is, like, finding yourself, right? Discovering yourself, thinking for yourself.
1: Yeah. So, I
0: mean, how did... Well, okay. So... How did that come about like how did you realize that you were letting other people sort of like think for you or you didn't really know who you were and you had to like muster up the, the the energy and willpower to to start thinking and doing for yourself
1: yeah um just to kind of take it back to even like the the school get the school days and and me growing up as a kid it's like uh as i think i forget i forget what age i hit but I was, I actually no, I remember. I was, I was a fifth grader, and uh, I remember I had a, I had, I played baseball, right? And I had this baseball card, and as a fifth grader, it said like I was 120 pounds, and that's a big fifth grader, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, you know, from from then, I remember I suffered with weight issues, and I remember this kid, he he called he called me called me. Uh, he, he said, uh, you're fat. And I was like, and I punched him. And my stepmom always said, t- told me, she told me, she, she said, she like snatched me and she said, why did you punch him? And I said, because he said I was fat. And he's like, you are, but you can change that. And I was like, Hmm. Mm. and so like, I was crying and everything like that. And I remember it was like, all right, I can, I guess I can change that. You know what I'm saying? Like I can change that. And then fast forward when I got to, um, middle school, and I just didn't, I, I was just like, why am I doing, I feel like, why am I like doing this schoolwork and everything, and I, I just want to come to school and, and, and hang out with my friends, and this kind of, this kind of phase lasted until I was uh, about a, uh, I want to say sophomore year in high school, sophomore year in high school, so I like failed five, I mean, five of my eight classes of my freshman year of high school, and uh it was setting me back so i had to go i went to go live with my dad and i and i and i, I noticed when i moved with my dad there was a lot of pent-up anger uh that that kind of i, I ended up lashing out at at them um and and uh, we kind of talked about that but i just like because i felt like they made my mom feel like she was the reason why reason why yeah, there was, was like, kind of like
0: the reason why you was going through things was your your mom's fault. And that's your mom, so you you're not gonna take that. You you're not gonna you ain't you know, you respect your mama. So anybody you know talking bad about your mom, you're like, hell no, nah, we're going to war.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love my mom so much. It's, yeah, I know you so, do. Like that's right. Yeah. And so it was like that, and also that was the first time in your life in my life that I felt like my dad, my dad was like uh, on a huge pedestal to me he was huge right and then I saw it and then I said and then when I moved in with him I, and, I, and I didn't feel like I was defended on things and and I felt like stuck up for uh, he like I felt like his superhero his cape fell off to me like right there and I was like whoa that's kind of that's kind of crazy so and I and, and for all that time that it was pent-up aggression and and I and I, and I was trying to take accountability for myself I was saying hey it was me who failed those classes it was me it's me who decides to do this it's me who decides to do that not them not i don't know why i'm doing this but i'm this is the reason why this is it's me so uh, where did that accountability
0: just, come from i mean at that age what sophomore year high school like was it because i know your 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 pops he was like a leader he was like a police chief or something, right yeah, some, he was a, ca- a
1: captain. A captain, uh, um,
0: right? So captain. did he? He helped instill that accountability because that's real young for you. Real young, you what? 15, 16 yeah. years old to be like, hey man, I gotta, I gotta take yeah. accountability for this. Was that from yeah. you or where'd that come from?
1: I, I think it was from. Yeah, I think it was from my from both of my parents. Uh, actually, all all four of my parents. You know, I mean, I have my stepdad, my my mom. Uh, I mean. Just and I think specifically, I think yeah, it did come from my pops, my dad, and he was just he was always on, he was always on me about like no understanding what it is that you do. So I always questioned things that I did, but I still sometimes I did them. You know what I mean? Like for some reason I did those things, and I didn't understand why then. But it was probably because I I, I just was so confused with who i was as a person um and growing up i just didn't know a lot of people were telling me this that and you know like you were saying like the whole teaching thing too um i just didn't i was just like nah. and i think it was just me lashing out so uh yeah
0: okay Uh, again like how'd you find out who you were because it sounds like uh, the weird thing uh, with you is you you were kind of lost on who who you were so how'd you find that you
1: it it was, it was literally, uh, so a lot of it was, I ended up, uh, wanting just to change. It was when I was about 22, 23, I was just like this, I'm done. I'm done with this. So I remember when I was 22, 23, it started to happen. I started questioning. Then I turned, I got fast forward to 24, 25. I was like, all right, I needed to start getting to the gym because I was I, I was I, I like I said I suffered from weight issues and that st- suffers in confidence issues and that suffers from you know deeper issues. So I started getting to the gym. I started reading books, um, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, uh, Black Privilege. Um, uh, let's see the four agree- the four agreements, things of that nature. And then also the, the the really the biggest thing one of the biggest things was I took myself out of the out of uh, out of environment. So luckily my parent my my dad and everything were going on a in 2017 they took me to uh, Thailand and they took me to Indonesia and that was a lot of Buddhist uh Buddhist like Buddhist temples there and I was like wow this is like very it's very spiritual and enlightening. And my stepmom, she told me, uh, I remember she was saying that uh, it's it's like, you have to start thinking of more positive things about yourself. And I was thinking just like, that's that's when it just all clicked, is all those things kind of clicked was the was the mental, spiritual, and then the physical. And then that was what created me. And that's what spawned Rogue Inspiration and um, birthed something, I think, beautiful
0: that's crazy so was it was it like while you was in thailand that that came about or was it like after real inspiration
1: uh so i mean while i was in thailand i feel like it all came together for me to like it it it, the the vision all came together but it actually came together in portland you know was portland it was it came together that uh that Rogue inspiration was something that I wanted to do. So uh, my friend, you know, he helped me create the the logo and everything. And then, but I I realized like, I have to do something for myself to make this brand, not just become just a a piece of paper or a hat. I have to make it come alive. I have Mm -hmm. to give it breath. So I feel like all those things that happened just aligned and and it brought something in and it birthed something that was that was great and that first thing was me and then the second thing was the the second thing that came uh came from that too was rogue inspiration also
0: right yeah okay good and then um let me let me ask you this i mean this is it's a little personal but Mm -hmm. i mean you you had a partner a, a female partner and you basically like broke up with her because you, you wasn't on the same page and the only reason i want to bring bring this up is because a lot of people a lot of people in my audience and my community like we we stuck we stay with people who aren't the best for for us but you at least from what i know like i said everybody he's, he was a good friend of mine i know a lot about him we had like deep conversations and at least from what i know like you you and your partner split because y'all wasn't on the same page right do you feel comfortable talking about that
1: yeah i yeah i do um I'm actually comfortable talking about that now. Uh, I believe that uh, not everybody's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, she's, she's an amazing person and everything, but I just don't think there's a time where it's like, all right, you are going two separate ways and it's okay to be like, all right, we, we have to be done with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's okay to be, it was, and it's okay to be, to say, I, like, I still have love for you and you still have love for me. But the thing is though, when we're together, it is, it is literally making us hate each other. It is Ooh. making, it's going to make us resent each other. It's going to make us not do the best things in life that we would want to do. And it's, and, it's, and it's going to also reflect on the work that you want to do for the world. It's the or the and the breath the the things that you want to breathe into the into life um, because if you have something that's so big like an a relationship um, and I was dating this girl for five years it's just like you you have to you have to understand like that's gonna have some effect on what you're trying to do um, so what I would say right. is um, it is you have to understand like it's okay to just let things go sometimes and it's going to hurt. Cause it, um, as much as I, you know, try to say, Oh yeah, it, it doesn't bother me. Of course it bothers me. She was, she was with, I was with her for five years and right. we were up there for ups and downs and sideways and all this stuff. But what I could say is, um, what I could say is you should al- always learn from something. Cause I learned how to be, uh be part like parts of me or parts of me that i share with her i will never i will never have i will always have because um like i'm able to just like i'm okay with being alone sometimes like i'm okay with just like all right like i need to get some work done all right this this is quiet i'm alone uh i can be in my thoughts and sometimes that's a it's a scary thing but it's okay
0: yeah. Yeah. Good. Like. Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, it was it was a bunch of real real good information there. Like you said, what, what what really hit me was more like, man, like you can love someone, but when you're all together, like it, it don't work, and it just caused everything around you to. So to go to turmoil because you write like a relationship is a big part of your life it's someone it's like love is a sacred thing and when it's your partner it's like you spent all your time your emotional mental energy on that person and when it's not a good thing it's you know i hate to use the word but it's it's, it's toxic you know what i'm saying it, it you can feel it throughout your body when it's not going well and when you on your purpose it does interfere with that purpose so it's just like y'all it's not worth being someone if you guys aren't happy together and a lot of the times the reason you guys can't be happy together is because you haven't healed individually and it doesn't mean that you guys are going to be away from each other forever but at least what you got to do is like take care of yourself because it's so cliche I mean you got to love yourself before you can love someone else and I know they say it all the time and people just dismiss it but it it really is true because it's like if you don't love yourself you're just gonna put hurt on your partner and that's good. It's going to hurt both of y'all and really like your whole life, even everybody else around you. So it's real important, like not to be with somebody that isn't on the same page as you, someone that you're always arguing with. I mean, of course there's ways that you can try to fix it, but if none of that works, like, you know, you got to take the time to learn more about yourself, fix yourself and chase your dreams. So thank you for, for sharing that. I know it hasn't been too long since y'all split up. So uh, that's why I had to ask like it was okay for you to talk about it. So um, I'm glad you did. I just know a lot of my audience, they, they deal with that sort of stuff. So I wanted to make sure we could, you know, hash that out a little bit. Yeah, but, no
1: problem. Thank you.
0: Um, as, in regards to the brand, like some of my people, they might be wanting to start a brand. So what goes into building uh, a brand like World Inspiration? Yeah.
1: What kind so, of what goes into it? Uh, basically is it's all, I mean, the first part, what I would say is, what is your vision that you have? Like, what is the vision that you have? Because a brand, it's easy just to make a t-shirt and a hat. But if you have a whole vision, you can make, you can make that, that brand that, that this, this turn into something that's like, goes into different places, like the heart, it hits the heart, it hits the mind, and it makes you think. So that's the things that you wanna, you wanna do with your with a brand is you wanna make sure that when you look at it and you say, okay, what is that? What does that mean? Okay, why did you come up with that? And you kind of know, know know those things. Um, so yeah, and then just the you wanna make sure you have the logistics, like go get, go get a seller's permit. You know what I'm saying? They're only a hundred bucks. They're, it's it's really cheap. You go get a seller's permit. You go to a wholesaler, right? Go to a wholesaler. You get the, the the clothes for cheap. You take it to a um. You take it to someone you like a screen printer. Get it a screen printer, and then you get you get your vision printed on the shirt and everything. There you go. You can sell them for, and then you can sell. You got them you a
0: clothing for- brand.
1: Exactly exactly and it's legit because you got a seller's permit you yeah. know what i mean and then all you have to do is really work on the website the the all the little things the social media sites um uh anything like the, the connections that you want to build oh like oh do i want it in uh, in stores do i only want to sell on e uh online like e-commerce sites um do i want to do Uh, who do I want the face of the brand do I want to be the face of the brand and then you just have to keep asking those questions and then it just keeps going and going and going you know what I'm saying yeah so uh yeah it's just what you kind of it's what you want to do um then you know once you get a little bit more legit you go and get that trademark and you know make sure I know you follow for
0: yours how's that coming along is it coming
1: yeah, it's You're coming ready? along. It's coming along. So uh, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on it. It still takes a lot, a lot, a, a long time. But the yeah. thing is, uh, it takes like six to eight months, I believe. Yeah. But uh, uh, just go and do it. It's only uh, people think, oh, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars, and I that's what I thought. But I just talked to someone, and it was it's only two hundred seventy-five dollars, you know, to get a trademark. That's not uh, bad so at all, me,
0: y'all. And yeah. I mean, what what what's the benefits of having a trademark? Having your, your so, logo, I mean, your brand trademark.
1: Yeah, nobody can use your logo. If somebody uses your logo, you're getting paid. So Let's that's go. what I'm saying. That's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that makes you legit too. Cause so if you approach companies and everything like that, you could say this is a trademark brand. This is what I do. Uh I work with you know community organizations, I do this, this, and this. They say, Oh wow, I like that. And like are you that. serious? This they is, know you're you know, official. This,
0: you got that. It's like you got that badge. It's like you got that Instagram blue check mark. You know what I'm saying? You, you verify, baby. Right. Exactly.
1: Uh, exactly. And it's you know like what I hear? Up. Another
0: thing as far as a trademark, like sometimes what people do is they, they'll they take your trademark before you trademark it. So it'll make it hard for you to establish your brand. So it's important to do that ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like someone might see, hey, Robus break is coming up. I'm about to trademark that shit. And Yeah. So then whenever you use it, they start suing you, you know, but that's yours. Like you made that, you know what I'm talking about? So it's important like to get that ASAP if you don't want anybody like stealing your your ideas as well. But those are some some good points. So first of all, it shows you official. And if anybody uses your stuff, man, you get paid.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir.
1: If anybody uses it, you get paid. And it's kind of, it's just nice to have. It's like, oh, yep, I'm bossing up. So that's what we want to do. So, yeah.
0: And then, um, so let's go on back to like what it takes to, to build a a brand. I know I, I cut you off a little bit when you was talking about trademark, but is there anything else you would say like goes into building your brand, building a clothing brand?
1: Yeah, you want, uh, yeah, visually you wanted to to. I mean, it wanted to. You have to know like different. Um, I, we went over this and stuff. You know, you have to know your different lanes. Like, who is the customers that you want to kind of tap into? Your target
0: audience
1: the target market, the target. Yes. You want to know that you like, if you want to, if you want to target the, uh, these people, then you, this is what you have to do is you have to, you you have to know, you have to know your audience. So you have to be in those type of communities, those type of areas, but you also have to, you also have to know what they like, like what do they like? What do not just what they like, because this is uh, something that you can learn even just by taking like a small marketing class is that it's what they need. It's the need. If you could fill that gap, if you could fill in that 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 build that bridge or fill in the hole,
0: they're gonna like you, there. they're gonna buy from you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you can learn it on YouTube, man, I'm working on um, marketing branding all the time and it's like a big thing is to find out your target audiences. Is- problems and then you speak to their problems and it's really important to know your target audience so that you can cater your message to them because your brand's not going to resonate with everybody in the world there's seven eight billion people everyone's different everyone there's little groups you know what i'm talking about of people yes. so you got to be able to speak this language like mine is for basically like the, the, the hood the ghetto you know what i'm talking about i'm trying to give them the message so the way i talk it's not going to resonate with people in Beverly Hills, you know what I'm saying? So I know my audience, I talk a certain way and I bring people on who talk a certain way, who come from certain backgrounds to resonate with my, my brand. And I try to ask these questions to get to bridge that gap between what people want and how to get there. So yes. that's why it's important, y'all, to know your your target audience. So it's like if you're starting a business, if you trying to do the clothing brand, like know who you're aiming towards. That way you can market effectively. You can tell your story effectively. So right. Thank you for that. And I just want to throw that in there because that's that's important. You know, we hear it all the time. Find your niche. Find your niche. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? And it's. Uh, it's a it's important it's it's very important again just because it makes everything more effective and your brand your message just resonates with the people a lot more
1: mm-hmm.
0: so is there anything else you want to talk about
1: it it kind of to expand on that it's basically like if you're let's just go let's just say it's basically like what barbershop do you want to be in basically oh like, you know what i i like you know that I don't yeah. want to go to
0: super cuts. I want right. to go. I don't want to go to keep it real. Phase. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to the cut above or something. I want to. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you got to know it's like what barbershop do you want to be in? Because, you know, in the barbershops is you're going to get that barbershop talk. So it's yes, like sir. what do you want? Do you, how would you how would you like your haircut or would you like? You know something else, you know All what I'm right. saying?
0: So I like that uh, analogy, that's good, bro. That's real good. That's real good. Uh, anything else uh, you want to expand on as far as like building the brand?
1: Uh, no, nah, um, but I, I would like to o- open it up to anybody who wants to start a brand, just like hit me up um, uh, on my Instagram or anything or email anything. I, I don't, I do not mind. Uh, I'll give any knowledge. Well, yeah, listen, we'll
0: give you information at the end. We're gonna give you information where y'all can contact them. But I wanna ask you now, like you, big on being uncomfortable. Like I said, y'all, me and me and Foss, we spend a lot of time together, and bro, like he, he, he's all about being uncomfortable being uncomfortable he's always said yes to every opportunity that was presented to us like I said I worked on his business with him so every every time someone came up to us with some sort of proposition some type of opportunity it was yes and as far as exercise like my book was hard on exercise like I remember when he was doing like 13 miles he like when it's hot okay. he want to run just to like push himself he want to do more so it's like Tell me, and you really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone. I remember one time you was like, I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone every day or something like that. It was something along those lines. And I'm like, yeah, like that, that's what I got to do. So tell me a little bit about getting out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself.
1: Um, everybody who's successful, I feel, gets out their comfort zone. None of them ever went in just like, I'm successful because I'm comfortable around the people that I know. Or I mean, or, or I I can, you know, be around the people I know and be successful. It's just like if you don't have something, you can always get it, but you have to, you're gonna be uncomfortable. And uncomfortable is is gonna be is gonna be a sign that when you're uncomfortable, that's a sign of growth. It's like, oh man, like I don't know any of these people, but all right, I'm gonna get to know every one of these people. It's like I gotta, you have to treat. Like, business opportunities, I feel like you have to, like, if you're going to network, if you're going to network events, you have to treat it like you're going to a party, like you want to know everybody in the party, you want to be the life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want everybody to know who you are. Like that guy, that guy Foster, like, he's kind of an interesting dude. Like, what's up? What is it? Like, oh, he told me about this and that and this. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then that, you know, they start spreading your name and everything. You always want to you want to be uncomfortable, but you always want to carry yourself as if you, do, you don't know who's watching you. You don't know who's who. You don't know. You never know who has something that could that could help you and Ooh. and push you forward. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, push you to something that you want to be. So I, I just feel like it's just that being just being open, open minded and just being like, all right. I'm uncomfortable now like this someone's gonna you know eventually see me and and this is gonna be this is gonna this is gonna get me to my place of where I want to be comfortable because I don't want to be comfortable now I want to be comfortable when I'm on that that mountain and see my all the stuff that has came to life because of my uh of what of the seeds that I planted so
0: right of my willingness to be uncomfortable yes it's like I put myself I put in all the work up front, I put, I put, I made myself uncomfortable. You know, I went, I went through the pain. I went through the cuts and I went through the vines and stuff like that. And exactly. going through all that stuff, it hurt. But at the end is when you have freedom and you allowed to be comfortable and you're chilling on that mountain and you're just like, wow, it felt good. You mm-hmm. know, all, all of that pain and all of that uncomfortability was was worth it. Is, is that sort of what you're saying?
1: Yes. Yes, sir. 100%. It's all worth it because it's going, you're going to, you're going to eventually get to that place where you're like, Dang man, this is great and, and I like that, bro. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, you want the people that you love the most to be there right with you, because it's like that's what you want to do. That's what we're, that's. I feel like if you're not fighting for that, then you're doing something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not fighting for your people, then you gotta you gotta think that over too, because it's not just it's not just you. It's like we want. I want to. I want to be able to. I want to be able to have these conversations, you know, with with um, our kids and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, be get uncomfortable, get gritty, get be be that absolute hustler that you want to be. You know what I mean? So go right. out there and do it.
0: Right, right, right. It's just like just just do it, man. Like no, and and it's hard to say, man. It's so hard to say. You know it. It, it is. Just, just just do it, but you got to start, you got to start somewhere and realize what I like to go back to is like the growth mindset, man, you can literally learn anything as long as you're willing to put in the work, anything you want to do, you can learn, you can do, but it do take some work, y'all, like we want yeah. these things, we want these things, and people just, it's like wishes if you're not willing to put in the work, so it's like if you really want something, man, decide on that and put in that work, like it's hard, it's gonna be hard, but I said this before, like it's hard to be broke. It's hard to be rich. Which hard are you going to choose, G? Mm-hmm. Personally, yes. I'm, I'm going to choose the hard, the hard rich. You know I'm going to choose the hard successful, yeah. man. Yeah. So it's like, would you rather just be broke or, you know, put in a little work and be rich? And really, like, it's satisfying knowing that you faced your fears, you got uncomfortable. It's satisfying. Like you say, like, I never heard it like that, like how you said, putting all that work, getting, going through all that uncomfortability to finally end up and be happy with yourself because you did it. And it's like, it kind of goes back to that delayed gratification. They say the most successful people in the world are the ones who can delay gratification. They can say no to something right now for a benefit in the future. And that's sort of what it is. It's putting in the work now so that you can be happy at the end. And. I think for my listeners, that's going to be huge. Y'all It's just like, put in the work. I know it's hard to say. I know it is. Even if you don't have time, like make time after work to one, two hours, put in that work, wake up a little earlier, put in that work, build something for yourself and your family because it's going to pay off at the end. Again, you can be broke or you could be rich. You choose. So it's like, you know, you, I mean, it's up to you. I'm not judging you. And it don't matter if people are fucking. But right. you know what I'm saying is for the people who are trying to get somewhere. And it's like, if you want to get somewhere, just go for it and and put in the work, y'all. For real. Yeah. That's that's really all it takes. And on the along the way, even if you don't know what to do, along the way, you're gonna learn with Google now. Man, you will learn. All that takes is a Google search, like "Hey, how to start a clothing brand." A bunch of answers are gonna come up. You start doing stuff. Some shit's not gonna work. Some shit is, but it's gonna lead you to different answers as long as you continue to work. So it's like exactly. y'all just just work. Just Google something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And going. of course, it, you know, of course, it, it's hard, especially coming from our community. Like we have emotional issues, stuff, shit like that. Yeah, we do. But yeah. just you know, keep going is all I can say keep going keep going keep going keep going because just one more time being broke is hard being rich is hard man which one you want yes and then um so do you have any advice for my audience you got any advice for the people anybody listening like um as far as building a brand transforming yourself and getting out your comfort zone
1: The advice I would say is don't be afraid. It doesn't make you any less of a person if you ask for help. It doesn't make you any less of a person, man, woman, or anything, if you just ask for help. And usually, if you ask for help and you and you mean it, you will get, you will receive it. You will receive help, and they will they'll push you in the right direction. Even if they can't give it to you, like just give it to you, they will push you in the right direction. Um, yeah. Right. So, um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's a good one. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's what I gotta say.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Anything else you want to touch on before we go?
1: No, man. I I appreciate the the conversation and yeah, this is this is a it's a great format. I love it.
0: Good, brother. Thank you for coming coming on on such short short notice. Uh, I I really appreciate it. And just before we hop off. Where can the people find some some of that Rogue Inspiration merchandise? Where can people contact you if they have any questions on getting ripped, on building a brand? You know what I'm talking about? Where could they find you?
1: So uh, Rogue Inspiration, my website is roginspiration.com. And then you can go to roginspiration underscore. Um, You can go there, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and you know, just hit me up, uh, DM me, and uh, I will reply.
0: Cool, y'all. So, y'all know where to find him, man. He got some new merchandise coming out real, real soon. Quality is superb. It got a real good message and something we didn't talk about, man. Show them the logo real quick. I want to tell them about this. Look at this, y'all. So, it's a, it's a light bulb, it's a broke, it's a light bulb, but it's broken and it's still shining. And what that represents, sort of, is all of us how we all sort of broken, but we can still shine. See that. See that it's like every single one of us on this planet, we're broken, but we can still shine. Remember that, y'all. When you're going through something that's like, hey, yeah, this is hard. Yeah, I went through a lot, but it's like I can still make it, I can still make something to myself. And that's what I what I love about the brand. And that's sort of like the the essence of it is self-discovery, self-like accountability, and by by wearing rogue inspiration, you make a promise to love yourself. You define yourself through your own light. Only you know how you truly need to be loved. And allowing anyone else to create that definition would only be a disservice to you guys. So you define yourself, y'all. You decide who you're going to be. You decide who you are. And on that note, peace. All right, brother.